You're listening to Productivity on Purpose, Episode 5, The Easiest Hack for Focus. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Ruthie Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rockstar professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Has this ever happened to you? I'll just quickly check my email, and the first email I see is from Southwest, so I need to check into my flight, and that reminds me that I need to buy sunblock, and then it hits me that I didn't sign the permission slip for my son, which causes me then to remember to upload his spring concert pics on Facebook, which flashes an ad for the perfect yoga pants, which takes me over to their website, but then I think I know I can get a better price on Amazon, so I jump on the Amazon, which reminds me to order the push pins in my shopping cart, which sends me to a tracking message, guess where? back in my email. Welcome back, or just welcome. If this is your first time here, I am Ruthie Parikh, and I am so excited to have you here today. I am your productivity and organization bestie to get your whole life in control. I'm talking work life, home life, personal life, volunteer life, your life. If you don't know me, I am on a mission to eradicate stress and overwhelm for ambitious, professional women who are doing it all, all the things for all the people, all the time. And if that's you, then I'm guessing you can totally relate to what I was just talking about when our minds get distracted like crazy, right? We have so many thoughts, so much going on. We literally have monkey minds on steroids. Yes, it is a real thing, ladies. Monkey mind should be in the dictionary if it's not already. And it's no surprise, right? Given everything that you do for everyone, given all the demands, all the distractions that are constantly thrown your way, you are connected 24-7. Am I right? Chances are you wake up with your cell phone right next to your bedside, which is so healthy for all of us, right? Just waking up to beeps, alerts, chirps, dings, rings, fires, crises, and then dealing with all the emotions in the home, getting to work, dealing with crisis after crisis, running to get home, deal with the volunteer project, with something at church, with your friends, with your family, just to maybe keep your head above water long long enough to just put your head down and maybe get a few hours of sleep. (laughs) Okay, so I know if this is you, this is life, But what I want to talk about today is so important because it is like critical to our well-being, to maintaining ourselves, to feeling really successful, and honestly, just having a really joyful life. And this is about focus. And specifically, what I want to talk about is the easiest, one of the easiest hacks to focus. And so when we don't focus, when we are constantly playing the ping pong game and going back and forth, we always, we end up feeling scattered, right? Totally scattered. You're like, I don't even know what the next step is. I don't know where I put that pen. I don't know what this, what the, what I'm doing next. You're like, it's this terrible feeling because you feel literally just so out of control. You're like, I am not even in control of my thoughts or in control of my actions. And it's just a terrible like place. Then we also lose energy, right? Because because we're feeling so scattered, we're going back and forth. 
like our brain cells, our brains are hurting, our brain cells are being used. We're physically tired. We're mentally exhausted. We're just like socially inadequate. We're just so tired from it all. Also, when we don't focus, it weakens our ability to process information. So with all the distractions coming our way, with all the demands, with all the interruptions, this barrage of information is being thrown at us. Instead of being able to react with clarity and have good decision-making skills, we are just reprocessing and reprocessing the same information over and over again. And many times it's just getting jumbled up in our heads. And so we're not able to think clearly which means, gosh, so many, so many negative things. Like we're not being great listeners. We're not being great caretakers. We're not being great. We're not giving great advice or recommendations, like to the best of our ability and living to our potential. Yeah, it's a real negative. All right. It's also robbing us of our creativity, our imagination, right? There's so many times you're like, I just need to write the words and the, the words are not flowing out or I can't have, I don't have the idea that I need right now. And it's honestly because we've been so, program to be so distracted and unfocused that when we have to actually sit to focus, we like nothing even comes out. We're just stalled. Distractions rob you of your productivity, right? They sabotage it. They just take away our time. We don't know where it's going and it is all no bueno. And ultimately the worst part of it all, the worst part of all of this, like, you know, like lack of clarity and creativity and the energy and the scatteredness, the weakens our ability to process information. The worst part is that it actually makes you feel like a failure or like a loser at the end of the day. Because you've been so distracted, you don't get the important things done. You don't get the things done that are really meaningful to you that you're like, you set out in the day to do and you don't do it. And you're like, ah, you know, I'm so terrible at this. I never get things done that I say I'm going to. How am I going to pull my life together? I can't even hold this together. And we just start all this like negative self-sabotage and chatter in our minds and it's just crazy and it's just terrible, right? It's just like a terrible way way to live. So as you can tell, I'm really passionate about this. I just feel like it is our like right, our duty, our obligation to start taking control of our of our lives again, to start taking control of our focus, to really show up and like how we're supposed to be, not only for ourselves, but for everybody around us, for our family and for our community and for our kids and for our parents and for our spouses. And for our colleagues, like, let's just like shine as, as the best that we can be so we can help others be the best that they can be. So let's get to the hack here then. If you're into any of the like woo-woo, quote woo-woo kind of stuff, like law of attraction, which I love all this stuff and been really into all this the last few years, then you might be familiar with the terminology I'm about to use. And if you're not, no biggie, we're going to give it another name as well. So what I want to really talk about today is the law of intention. So similar to the law of attraction is the law of intention. And so the more that we use the law of intention, the more that we get what we want. Now, if you're not into that woo-woo stuff, you're like, I don't even know what the heck that means. We can just call it the power of intention. Same thing, the power of intention. Now, before I get into how to actually use this, I want to take you back to a little story from Miss Oprah herself, because this is awesome. And I just, it's it's mind-boggling to me. And I, I've heard her talk about intention so much, if you ever like listen to her Super Soul Sundays, but I didn't really know the root of where this came from and still, until I started just, you know, researching this a bit. But there is a book called The Seat of the Soul by Gary Zukav. 
And Oprah Winfrey talks about it in a speech at Skidmore College back in 1989. Okay, so she's talking speech, telling the speech, and she says that in the book, The Seat of the Soul, that the author talks about how every action is followed by a reaction. And then she says, but the author also says, before there's even a thought or an action, there is an intention. And Oprah says, something really struck me about that, that an intention precedes every thought and every action, and the outcome of your experiences is determined by the intention. She goes on to say this, okay, this is like where it's like, oh my goodness, over the top. The principle of intention is literally what saved and changed the trajectory of my living. It changed where Oprah put her focus, um, which shows and topics she chose to do and which ones she chose not to do. And then shortly after she read that book and just really understood that principle of intention, that is when she won her first Emmy. Isn't that crazy? It truly changed the trajectory of her life. It made her think about very intentionally where she was putting her time, what kind of guests she would have on, what kind of impact she would have in the world, you know, how she was going to show up. And shortly thereafter, I mean, she just started really making a switch in, in, you know, the types of programming she was doing and then won her Emmy. So that is how powerful the power of intention or the law of intention can be. And if you use this, this will change the trajectory of your life too. Now, we don't need to get quite as dramatic and be like, well, where am I going to go with my life? And what's my, you know, where am I going to take my, all of my goals? And we don't have to get that kind of high level with the law of intention. In fact, we're going to scale it down to the very basics, like the most simplest, simplest, simplest way to use this. Because I don't know about you, but in my life, I need the simple button anywhere I can get it. Okay. And so we're going to take this back and be like, how can you use this in your day-to-day like every hour, every minute of your day so that you can be intentional about what you're doing. All right, so if you find yourself just going through the motions all day long, then you're not utilizing this power that you have. And most of us aren't. I can honestly say that I have to remind myself to do this all the time. It's something that it doesn't come naturally to any of us. It's an unnatural thing we're gonna go through this process, but it's powerful, it works, it's amazing, and the results are incredible. So have you ever driven somewhere and not even remembered how you got there? Isn't that crazy? You're like, did I t- when did I take a left and a right and a left and a right? It's like we just do it on autopilot. We're just like moving on autopilot. Or what about every time you walk by the pantry at home or the break room at work and you like shove something in your mouth without even thinking about it? Like maybe always there are cookies laying out or a bagel or whatever it is, like something. And so every time you walk by, you just like put it in your mouth. You don't even remember doing it. We're just like on autopilot, just going through the motions. Or what about, okay, this one makes me cray cray. I do this all the time. What about when you're doing something and then you wa- and you go to another room, right? You have a thought. You're like, I have to go get whatever. You walk into that room or you open the closet and then you're like, I have no idea why I'm even here. Isn't that natural? Like, I know I came from something and I have no idea what it is. And then you walk away, you walk back to where you are and then you sit down and of course, then you remember and you're like, oh, that's where I went to the room. I needed that, whatever it was, that pen or that paper or whatever. It's crazy, right? We are just always operating this way. We're so distracted. We have so many thoughts in our minds. And it's just like, it. it's like our body is moving, but our brain isn't even like connected to our bodies anymore. It's not even like telling us what to do. In fact, we were just in the MoMA this 
uh, just a couple days ago in New York, and my hubby and I were walking through the gallery. The MoMA is a um, Museum of Modern Art. And we're walking through, and each room is like different artists. And we walked through this entire floor, the entire floor we walked through. And then we were walking back because we wanted to get like back to the elevator or something. So we're walking back exactly through where we had walked. And my husband is looking, he's like, oh, that piece is nice. This is nice. I'm like, we just walked through here. And he's insisting we didn't. He's like, no, we didn't. I'm like, yes, we did. We just walked through here. And he's like, no, we didn't. And then he finally saw a piece that he recognized. And I was like, wow, that is like, seriously, you're in your own world because we literally just walked through this and we don't remember. Anyway, we do this all the time. We sort of lose ourselves and we're not connecting with the decisions that we're actually making, like getting in that in the car and just driving or grabbing that bite because it's in front of us or walking through a room because we're so distracted with the next thing that we need to be doing or the last thing that we did. And so if we can get ourselves out of this, just like Oprah, and we start being more intentional and more deliberate and more present, it can really change everything. Okay, so the law of intention is to simply state your intention before you take an action. That's it. We're just stating what we're going to do before we actually do it. And so what that does is that it makes your intention deliberate. It makes your intention intentional, right? You are going to go from like this foggy scatterbrained, like just, just autopilot mode to actually focusing on what you're about to do. Okay, so when you state your intention, it forces you to focus on what you're doing next, like exactly the, the act that you're going to take next. So as we're, I'm going to walk you through like what this is like, and it's, it's like I said, it's super simple, but I want you to notice in my language that when I'm stating the intention, I'm going to be sure to use the words I am instead of I will. Okay, so we want to keep it in the present tense, like we are we are doing this, like we're about, because it's the next action you're going to take, right? So it's like, I am eating my meal without checking my phone, okay, or I am writing this proposal, um, or I am going to go uh, put on my makeup, okay? So like we're, we're being really, really present with our language. And it's amazing what starts to happen. Okay, so intention triggers the transformation of energy and information. So intention puts things into motion. And what you put into motion has this infinite growing power because what you put your attention on grows. You may need to hear that again. What you put your attention on grows. So if you are intentionally putting your attention somewhere you're going to make progress. You're going to see growth. You're going to succeed. You'll hopefully see it through the end. And in addition to that, we're going to stop wasting so much time and energy and mindlessly putting our energy to things that we really shouldn't be doing, like grabbing the donut in the break room, right? And so this whole concept of being thoughtful about each action you take, each intention you intend to make is like I said, it's not natural. It's like a little bit weird. And like I totally get that because you might be thinking, um, listen, lady, are you seriously asking me to say everything that I'm about to do all day long? And the answer is, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yes and no. Look, you probably can't do this all day long, but you can definitely do it many times a day. So here's what it sounds like. I mean, literally, it's like I might actually say to myself, I am outlining my next podcast right now. Because that's the intention that I have that I want to be doing. And 
And so instead of getting distracted by 12 things, just by simply stating that, I'm like putting my mind and my body and my focus on that one act and that one action. And then during that time, when I do get distracted, when I'm like, hmm, I want to go, I'm thirsty. Let's say I'm thirsty and I want to get a glass of water. Now, typically, I would just get up out of my seat, go walk to get the water, and chances are on the way to get the water, I would get distracted. I'd be like, oh, I'm going to take out the trash, or I got to go mail this paper, or I got to like switch this, or, you know, like I would do something. But now what I'm trying to do is, okay, so the first thing I said, right, was I'm outlining my podcast right now. And then when I get the urge that I have to get water and like I have to act on it right now, I'm going to say, I am getting a glass of water. (laughs) And that's it. So that I actually am just going, I'm like reminding myself, you're just reinforcing your thought that this is actually the intention I'm going to take. And by golly, I tell you, I'm just going to get the glass of water and come back. Or if you're like, I um, am writing a proposal right now, I'm getting ready for a training. How about that? I am getting ready for my training. I'm preparing And while I'm doing that, I get a thought that's like, oh, I better go check if in the conference room they have the erasable markers. And sometimes, like I mentioned earlier, I would just get up and go and I'd get to the conference room and then be like, what the heck am I doing here? I don't even even remember why I came here. And then I'd come back to my desk like, oh, I remember the markers and go back again. So now I'd say, I am going to the conference room to see if they have erasable markers. You're literally, I know it sounds crazy, but you're just walking yourself through each action before taking it so that you stay on course. You actually stay in alignment to what you set out to do. And by doing this, you become so much more aware of where you're spending your time, what you should be doing, and also what you shouldn't be doing. Because when you get that random thought, and instead of getting up and acting on every thought, when you state the intention And you realize this is going to take me off task. This is going to take me out of flow. This is going to take me away from what I'm working on right now. You might not do it. You just might choose to keep doing what you're doing because the fact that you are present to it and you're bringing it to the forefront and you're actually stating it out loud, you might just say, "Uh uh-uh, no way, no way. I'm going to stay on focus. I'm going to stay on task. I'll do that later. And so this keeps you much more in alignment and it gets you to your goals faster. It is truly the simplest little hack, but as we know, simple isn't always easy to do. I mean, this is something that takes practice, right? And so you might do it for a few tasks and then totally fall off the wagon. And guess what? That is so okay. There is no berating yourself. There's no beating yourself up over it. It just is what it is. And when you realize that you haven't been intentional, that you didn't practice the power of intention, right at that very moment, you get to jump back on the intentionality wagon again, right? It's just, it just, it's fine. Okay. It's totally cool. And so it doesn't matter. I mean, you can, like I said, you might do it two or three times in a row and then forget and then get distracted, but you can always come back to it. And that's why I love the beauty of this. It's just, it's just taking control of your thought and creating that intention. And it's magical what happens. Remember, it's the little things, the small moments that are going to have, that are going to make a huge impact on your life. And when you get control of your habits, like habits like these, these small habits, you will get control of your life, right? These seemingly small habit shifts help you better manage your work and your home life and your life and to live with more joy and be more fulfilled and just simply feel more successful every dang day. And isn't that what we're ultimately after? Okay, so 
Given that, I hope that you try this. I think this is such an easy one. I know you have an opportunity to do this. The minute we you get off this podcast, be like, okay, my intention is, or I am, and just fill in the blank of what you're going to be doing next. Okay, so if you're cool with that, then I think we're pretty much wrapping up what we what I got to say here, but I hope this resonated with you and that you are committed to at least trying and certainly using the power of intention, just like Oprah and me, by the way. So I want to thank you so much for your positive energy and your enthusiasm and your friendship. And speaking of friendship, if you like what you're hearing, please, please, please be a sweetie and share this podcast with a friend. Friends, don't let friends get stressed out alone. So please help me to collectively get us all back on track, in focus, with clarity, and a strong sense of achievement, one awesome, ambitious woman at a time. Let's be productive on purpose. I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.